passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Beach Bod? Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene product. Don't be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers chest hair. And maybe you've grown some winter man tits. At least you can make them hairless. It's time to get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com and getting 20% off in free shipping with my promo code Bubba. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the essential lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formations to round out your grooming routine. Whether you're trimming your chest or your treasure chest in your pants, doesn't matter. This is the best trimmer on the market. Inside the Performance Package, you're going to find the Manscaped Crop Preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver, ball toner, anti-chafing ball deodorant, and moisturizer. Because we all know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your bathing suit all day. Nobody likes nose hairs, so their package comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0 as well. You're also going to get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, about a $39 value, and the patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped boxers. And if you're wearing sandals, you're going to need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 nail kit. Having the right tools for grooming is essential. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at manscaped.com. That's 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles at manscaped.com. Promo code Bubba. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're we doing are doing it. it. Welcome to the after show. It is on a Lummy Rhett Macho. We'll probably be doing this show. Mm, maybe till 11, 11 15 tops. Uh, Bubba's out. He's going to go see Dr. Mark, his urologist, because he passed a uh, fucking massive kidney stone yesterday. What do you say it was seven millimeters? Yeah, between seven and eight. It's, you know, not a perfect sphere. So obviously it's a bit of oddly shaped, much like the stage behind you. So it's anywhere between seven to eight millimeters, which is absolutely mind blowing. I was the first per- person that he told when he came out of the bathroom between the shows. And he just, he like opens the door, swings it open, looks at me and he goes, <sighs> I'm like, you're right. He's like, I passed it. I'm like, oh, shit. He's like, it tells me that he Cloroxed it and the whole thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, let me see it. He shows it to me. I'm like, what the fuck? That was a P. Like a, a P-E-A, like a, like a P. It was huge and you, jagged. You, you didn't hear him scream or anything? Um, No, but I also like, between the shows, I usually zone the fuck out. Like I l- watch something dumb or just watch some news, something. I don't know. I fully just kind of engulf myself into usually like my phone or video I'm watching on the computer or something like that just to kind of, you know, reset and then come back to the after show so Bubba can talk about, you know, his Warsaw football high school team. Or making girls squirt. <laughs> what the hell? What, you didn't like that segment about his oh Warsaw football? Oh, my God. Like, I don't want to talk smack. Oh, I mean, but listen, listen. I... Get sport. I get sports that people want to talk about sports. I don't find sports interesting at all. I understand that other people do. I understand that not everybody is like me. I understand not everybody is interested in studying metabolisms and metabolisms, metabolism and the uh, the benefits of cold plunge and intermittent fasting. I understand that not everybody likes that. Okay, I get that people like sports. I get people enjoy discussing their fantasy sports teams and the stats and if their team will win or they won't win or the, you know, the my bookie. I get that. I, I can understand that. 
I what bookie you can win money though. I understand. I get it. But just like the gambling and the whatever. I I get the allure of that. I don't find it fun or alluring, but I get that other people do. What I don't get is talking about your high school football team from 1984. I'm <laughs> thinking well, other we, we people find that, that interesting. Well, those are your boys. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? We're looking at this old-ass newspaper clipping of some fuckers that, like, you don't know anymore. This is 40 years ago. Have, talking have, you, about- never, have you never looked back fondly at any team? like team sport experiences you've had in your life? Um, Not to the point of like diving into them for more than 30, 35 minutes. So you never like built relationships with the people on your teams and you didn't talk to them outside of the sports that you played and spend time with them I, I think daily. You're missing, I think you're, I think you're missing the point, right? It's not that, that I don't find it interesting. Like I look at those memories fondly. It's to think that other people Want to hear about the fucking high school football team from 1984? That's well, what I'm saying. Well, I mean, to you be fair, I mean? when you're Bubba the Love Sponge, people give a shit about okay. 99% of the okay. stuff he talks about. I understand. No, I understand what you're saying. I, I, I get it. I get it. Listen, if you want to talk about current events, you want to talk about the Packers, you want to talk about a college team, fine. But, I mean, how many people went to Warsaw High? A lot. If I mean, okay. All right. Maybe it's maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. That's fair to say is just maybe it's me. But I was just kind of like, really? We're going to talk about high school football. Let's talk about college football. At least these people are, you know, real players. But I don't know. Again, maybe it's me. 81390-BUB if you'd like to call in and contribute to the conversation. Um, Poetic justice happened, I believe it was yesterday, or at least it was it was talked about yesterday. There was a... Uh, a video released yesterday. It probably didn't happen yesterday, but um, there was poetic justice. I believe it was in Tennessee, and no one covered it. No one covered it. Finally, finally, a white woman was killed by two black police officers. You'd think there'd be some sort of celebration about it, but nothing, not even a blip. At all. Did you hear about this, Lummy? No, I did not. <laughs> of course you didn't. But had it been reversed, and I know we talk about this a lot, but it is just kind of making the point that we make all too often. If it were reversed, if it was a Brianna Taylor, is that, was that her name? Yeah. Brianna Taylor? If it was, you know, a Georgina Floyd, we would have heard about this. Uh, Brian from Philly, $10. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Um, I'll give you a little. There was like a $300 donation and i don't think they got a horn do you remember who that was what oh yeah average joe average joe i'll give you a toot toot um yeah i think this happened in tennessee and a white woman i guess was on a rampage her and her fiance got into it let's see yeah it's in memphis and um, I don't know if you guys saw the video. But can I just play it without? Do you think I'd get a copyright check for like a police video? No, I don't think so. All I think right. Good. I, so here you go. You let me know what you think about this. I saw this and I was shocked that it. I wasn't shocked that it wasn't bigger news. I guess nobody cared. But this bitch is crazy for sure. Um, she she got into a fight with her fiance. Okay, before I play that, I'll just pause it really quickly. Um, she got into a fight with her fiance, I think, and she was riding around town in her white SUV on March 20th. So it happened a few months ago. <clears throat> she was waved down by cops. She complied, but then appeared to take off again. Uh, when she was eventually boxed in, the deputies approached her vehicle, shouted and shot her multiple times. She died at the scene. Um, I, I'm pretty sure, at least when I saw the video and you guys let me know, I'm pretty sure she was waving her gun around. She was definitely wow. armed. You know, which again, you go, okay, um, you can't do that when the cops pull you over. You can't a speed away and then B, uh, you know, wave, wave the gun around. Right. And I guess you could make the, the claim that she was mentally unwell. She apparently got into a fight with her fiance and left and he called the cops. But then when they found her and, and tried to detain her, um, they had to shoot her. And she died. I think they shot her like uh, 15 to 16 times. Well, that's not too much. 
And the fiance's mad, even though he was the one that, oh, here it is. The reason Horton was stopped by police was because Morris, her fiance, had called them earlier that day to report the mom had pointed a gun at him during a domestic dispute over her drinking problems. So, you know, no big deal. She's drunk driving and then, you know, has a gun. She's waving around. It is what it is. Is she a bigger girl? No, she was actually really attractive. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, attractive 43-year-old. I'll just pull this here so you can see this briefly. Like, not pretty pretty strong, right? Like, yeah, for, a, looks for a mom. Looks picture. Yeah, looks a little crazy. She's got crazy eyes. Yes. Doesn't mean she's not hot, you know. She looks good. Bitch looks good. Um, so she died. Nobody even cared. No one talked about it. And I was really, not that it really matters, but it's a bit curious that both of the police officers that pulled her over were, I think, uh, uh, men of color, let's just say. And not even a hint of, well, maybe it was motivated by race. Now, here's the thing. The cops were in the right to shoot her ass. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Um, but no one is saying that it's racially motivated. No one's even talking about it. Now, it could be that it's buried by other bigger news stories, which could be well, the case, but... Did you see where the uh, Georgia sheriff shot the guy that was exonerated for 16 years in prison for wrongful... Yeah, I did see that. That made frontline uh, CBS News. And then he got he got shot himself for choking out the cop? <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. You can't do that. No, it was a white cop against an yeah. African-American. I know, I know. Um, it seems like most of the people that would be chanting, you know, the BLM and stuff, are, are bit, they're a bit tied up with the pro-Palestine thing, so... Uh, lucky, lucky for us, we don't have more riots. Perhaps I don't know. Well, but go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna ask. Uh, I guess I was gonna say is, do you think that was a clean shoot? Because obviously this one, I haven't seen the video on the sixteen shots. But do you think that one was a clean shoot? Of what I read, yes. Oh, you haven't seen the video? Mm-mm. No, I didn't see the video. I read about it. He Did he try to out. grab? He was grab. He was choking him, and I think he was saying like choking the cop. Yeah, he's like, you like that? Oh, after the cop tased them. The cop tased him. He somehow chokes him. Yeah, the guy is like, he armed or is he grabbing the cop's gun? No, he was just starting to. I'll send you. The, I just sent you the video. All right, send me the video. I'm gonna play this yeah. one first, and then we'll. Um, I just sent you the video. Oh, oh, I said that already. I already said that. Hold on, I, I know. I know what's going on here. It's not really a reverb. It's just I need to turn off the volume on the. There we go. Perfect. So let's take a look at this video right here. This is the Memphis mom getting pulled over. Um, it will, and she speeds away. They they box her in. They they tell her to like come out of the car. And I'm pretty sure I saw her waving a handgun at them. And then it was just you know boom 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 boom. Here you go. It may, it may be distressing, so you know just warning oh, here. Okay, thank you. Yeah, okay. It's kind of nice they show you from multiple angles. Oh, I can't really see it in this light, but did you see her waving a handgun? Yeah, she picked it up. She flashed the piece. Yeah. Yeah. Why woman did? Uh, yeah. Did he, Did the other guy? I didn't see, I didn't want to watch the other guy. I just watched the one. They both, I think, started oh, firing so he started coming from the backside. Yeah, yeah. They both, they approached her. They flanked her from the right and the left, uh, or more from the front and the side back, but... Yeah, they got her. They they got her good. I was I, I couldn't stop watching this video because then they then they get you from another angle. They're like, okay, here we go. From this here, th there's no audio here, but sorry for the lack of audio, but you kind of see what's going on. He tries to break the window. This bitch is great. Up, oh, reaches for something yeah. and uh, not the move when you got two guns. Yeah, it's game over. It must be a weird feeling as a cop where you're like, oh, I just killed somebody, you know? Yeah. Uh, I was watching the the last part of this video, and you just see the guy just pacing around. Like, that must be pr that must be pretty pretty rough, you know? You just you, you took someone's life. You know that it was a clean shoot. You did what you had to do. You, you eliminated the threat, but nevertheless, it's like, not good, not good. Let's see here. And you sent me the... Um, the other one. This is the guy who was exonerated after 16 years, is now a free man. He is a free man, going to live his best life. And then I think he was out for like three and a half years and then gets into an altercation. Okay, let me yeah, see yeah, this. This looks, this looks like a juicy one.
You ready for this? I sure am, motherfucker. Oh, you love golf. Do you enjoy watching the best players? Nope. Okay. We have some breaking news just into the newsroom. The Kansas Sheriff's Office just released dash cam video of a deputy. Is this what you sent me? Killing a man after pulling him over for speeding. It happened Monday morning on Interstate 95. 11 Live's Ron Jones is joining us now to break down the video and what led up to the shooting. Get out! All right, let's get to the the juicy part. I hope they should. I think they should. That wasn't what I said. Hold on. This is pretty hard to watch. It said it's pretty hard to watch, Lemmy. I think you got the right. Is this it right here? Yeah, it is, but. Hold on, get out. Put your hands back here. I ain't do shit. I ain't do shit. Put your damn hands back here. Who are you? Staff Sergeant Alder Sheriff's Office. My name is Halloween. I don't care. Step to the rear of this vehicle. <laughs> In the name of who? In the name of the law of the state of Georgia. <laughs> In the name of God. How is that? In the name of who? He's like, oh, fuck. No one's ever asked me that before. <laughs> In the name of God. I don't care. Step to the rear of this vehicle. In the name of who? In the name of the law of the state of Georgia. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now you're getting tased. <laughs> Watch me now. Put your hands on Watch the back me, of Dougie. that truck. Do you see that? Put your hands on the back of that truck. The back of the truck. Both hands. Turn around. What was he originally pulled over for? for? He was going up to over 100 on the highway and in Georgia. That's a yeah, that's and you an know, arrest. Georgia don't fuck around with people who drive fast. Nope. Mm-mm. No, they do not. 34 came to send me another unit. One non-compliant. I mean, all right. I have a feeling. Your name is Officer who? Staff Sergeant Aldridge with the Camden County Sheriff's Office. Okay. Camden County, put your hand behind your back. Do I have a Do I have a warrant? Wait, wait, no, 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 excuse me, excuse me. Either put your hands behind your back because you're getting tased. I'm telling you that right now. Why am I getting tased? Because you are under arrest for speeding and reckless driving. I'm not driving. Nobody was hurt. How was I speeding? You passed me doing 100 miles an hour. Okay, so that's a speeding ticket, right? Sir, tickets in the state of Georgia are criminal offenses. I don't have a ticket in Georgia. You do now? Why? You passed me doing 100 miles an hour. (laughs) Hands behind your back. Yes, you are going to jail. (gasps) Hands behind your back. He tased him, right? Yeah. Did that motherfucker? <laughs> he did that. He, he, oh my god, that is one tough cookie. Your back. Yes, you're going to jail. Your back. Put your hands behind your back. Oh, 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 Okay, this is such a weird. Oh! The guy's uh, Billy caught out. Oh my God! Yep. Yeah, you can't do that to a. That we don't want to show everything. And then he got shot, and then the cop got his uh, gun, and shot him in the stomach. Once. While, That's while crazy. He was still getting, while he was still getting choked, he shot him to get him off of him because he couldn't was get he off of him. Choking him, or was he just like? No, he was choking. He him. was choking. Yeah, he was go- definitely was it, going after him. Or was it like a? Was he grabbing his chin? No, he was. I gotta see it again. I'm sorry. All right, let's see. Oh, so it's around. Okay. Let's see here. Ooh, ooh. Right there. He has his thumb in his throat. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That we don't want to show yeah, okay. everything because moments yeah, later. You can't do that. No. Nope. Cannot. Can't do that. I just want to see their spin on it. Shooting. Then more first responders, they show up on the scene, and about four minutes later after the shooting, officials began to perform CPR. Now, the sheriff's office says that they wanted to make that video available to the public to show right. how the incident escalated to the point of extreme use of force, guys. Yeah, Ron, a lot of folks have been talking about this, wanting more information yeah. about what's going on. We do know that you are a former police sergeant. You have a lot oh, let's of see history the spin. also as a training officer. So what did you make of what you were yeah, able you to think? see? Well, first of all, I don't want to be a Monday morning quarterback, but I do have a few questions here, such as, why did the officer demand, as soon as he got there to the scene, that Mr. Cure get out of the truck? Why didn't he walk to the passenger side? These are questions that I would be asking, especially with so much traffic there. Could he have used a better de-escalation approach as he was walking to the vehicle? 
Did he call for backup before he got out of the vehicle? We heard him call for backup, but is there a different way he could have de-escalated the entire situation before it turned into gunfire? And of course, we're hoping to address some of those questions yeah, more we'll tonight see. on 11 Alive News at 11. I mean, yes, right, questions Marie, you gotta ask, you so but much. what about the other side? <laughs> this guy was a ticking time bomb and that was gonna happen no matter what. But uh, do you have the actual um, video of the shot or do they not yeah, show? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I have the full mm -hmm. thing. Can I see it? Yeah, hold on. Is that, I mean, can we, maybe you don't want to show it. We probably it. can't show it, but we can. Like, can we watch it? Yeah. Okay. And Let's you can have see. the sound on as long as we don't show okay. it. Okay. Okay. Let's see here. Why is it 30? Because it's the whole thing. There's oh, okay. him passing him by, so the shot is. Uh, okay, I feel like it's close to the beginning here. Oh, yeah, right here. Oh, oh, there he goes down. Let's see. All right, the wrestling sound on. Get your hands ah! behind your back! He's like, I'm not going back to jail. Uh-uh, no moss. He's got to be high on something, too, yeah, right? Yeah. Just to shake off a taser. Yeah. Pretty impressive. In the worst way. Oh, no, you can't do that! I thought that was a fucking machete at first. <laughs> it's like, God damn! Right there. Okay, did he shoot him yet? No, right? Yeah, gave him. him ample time to stay down. No, he shot him. Oh, he did oh, shoot he it. Did. He shot him in the stomach, yeah, because he was trying to use the, the towel. Uh, He's probably grabbing the gun, too, maybe. I don't know. It's hard to think. Oh, man. I guess we just didn't hear the shot. Everybody yapping. Yeah, you can't hear it. Sorry. Yeah, Choking there. him out on the ground. No, you can't hear the shot. All right. All right. Um, because like he tried to use his, uh, he said that. what Billy Club, uh, to get him off it, and he couldn't do it. So then he grabbed the gun to shoot him and to get him off. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. But just interesting where you know you have the reverse situation in both circumstances, and one you hear about. And also because the twist, like, he just got out of prison and exonerated and stuff like that. So it's like an extra, like, oh, man, what the fuck? You got out, you know, you're living as a free man and you got to get yourself in this pickle. And obviously it, it didn't end well. So that's Fought unfortunate. Too. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really impressive. I don't I, I don't know if uh, I could take that. Probably not. He did. He barely even fucking budged. No. Yeah. He um, turned around and started swiping at him. Yeah, PCP. Yeah, you know me. Do, do people do that anymore? Is PCP still a thing? <clears throat> I don't know. Good question. That is a great question. We're more in that world than we are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. No, not really. Uh, there was an. I, let's just make this a show all about fights, since we got a theme going on here. Uh, there was a courtroom brawl that breaks out after a mom of a 16-year-old murder victim claims the killer was laughing at her face. So she gives a testimony, a uh, victim statement, an impact statement to the court about this guy that killed her 16-year-old daughter. And I guess this guy was laughing at her, but uh, mama wasn't having it, and neither were the rest of her family members, and they went kind of crazy on his ass, which I know you have to keep order in the court, but also, like, if someone murdered your 16-year-old niece or daughter, I, I think it would be probably pretty hard to try to restrain yourself, especially when that murderer is laughing in your face yeah. while you're giving an impact statement. So here's a little bit of that. Oh, oh. Just absolute mayhem. Oh, and he has his hands behind his back. The uh, oh, oh, or no, not, no. or not. He's got hands. Oh, he has a uh, hurt arm. Oh, he's got yeah, a sling. And I guess uh, her uncle came in. And, oh, whoa, we got. I don't know who this bitch is with the mask. Oh, maybe one of his relatives. Just absolute mayhem. Just like. Pretty much the best thing that could probably ever happen in a boring courtroom is oh, just yeah. just absolute shenanigans. Um, I'm trying to think of like the most epic fights I've ever seen and how awesome they were. There were a few like in college and stuff. Periodically, they would pop up, and it was always just like the best. Especially if it would you were at like a safe distance away, it was always super fun to watch. And then you know you start yelling fight, fight, fight to you know get a crowd going. 
it just you know it just enhances the party atmosphere especially when you went to like a a drunk you know you know well the UCSB is my alma mater and we called it you know the University of Casual Sex and Beer I really didn't do much of the I didn't do any of the former but I did drink quite quite heavily four years uh hello who's this hey brothers did somebody say PCP yeah I love PCP this is Joe yeah You've yeah, done PCP. I feel like I knew that. Yes, I have. You did like Angel I Dust, which I, is PCP. That's the same thing. Oh, look yeah. at me. Look at me knowing yeah. things. So I met a girl in October of 2015, and, and she was passing me blunts to smoke, and I had yeah. no idea why. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash, with all the parts that you need at the prices that you want. It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? It's all just radio waves. How much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like wireless got together and decided, I don't know, 100 bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text for only $15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Choose from 3, 6, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family and at mint family start at two lines use your own phone with any mint mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts switch to mint mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba that's mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I was getting so high, and it turned out it was it was angel dust. Okay. And, and that sent me on a tailspin of a, of a daily no, chase you, of angel dust. That's okay, all. Okay. Hold on. I got a lot of questions about angel dust, because I, I know my way around marijuana, molly, uh, maybe a little bit of cocaine or a lot. And maybe I've dabbled with LSD, but when it comes to PCP, I really don't know too much at all. What is it? Uh, kind of like meth? Does it give you methy vibes? Like a? I, I'm assuming no, it's a, no, no. Okay, because you've done the whole both. First, right? Oh no, no. The only drug I've never tried is meth. I've never tried meth, and I never will. That's yeah, your. That's, that's, where a, that's a bad drug. <laughs> that's on the. It. That's where you 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 make the red line that you don't yeah, cross. The okay. One hundred percent. PCP I, I is fine. Fentanyl, heroin, whatever. But meth is absolute no no. Yeah, I've tried okay. all the others too. I've yeah. been on the, in the hospital on a fentanyl drip, and I and Fuck I yeah, tried dude. heroin because the Got hot to. girl I was dating wanted me to try it. So. The hot. Heroin addict you were dating, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of hot. Listen, heroin. Heroin chic was very in in the early '90s with like Fiona Apple and Kate Moss. It was a look. It was a vibe. Yeah. My third PCA I had, she was a meth head, and she would do meth in my bathroom while she was working, and then she would. 
she would help me with my sponge bath and she'd be like doing my legs and then her head would fall down and land right on my penis and I had to wake her up. So she's, back to the PCP so that you were smoking. Yeah. One salacious story at a time. You smoked PCP. What did you feel thereafter? And how long, like, what's the onset? Is it pretty, I'm, I'm assuming it's pretty quick after you smoke it. You feel, well, like, strong, right? Isn't that what well, um so, Rodney so, King was on? So the first. When he lifted a car? The first sensation you, you feel unbelievable. You feel like you could, yes, exactly, lift okay. a car, but lift four cars. Wow. Stacked on top of one another. But let me start with the sensation yeah. in the beginning. So the first is the smell. It smells like heavy, heavy black Sharpie. Nice. Good. Really? Because what it is is it's burnt mint leaves mixed with the PCP. So, and then they cook it. So it's already cooked. Okay. You know what I mean? So you're yeah. already lighting stuff. They already air fried it. You line yeah, yep. you line that in a blunt, mm-hmm. and then you put a little tobacco so it burns evenly from a cigarette. Yeah, and then you just smoke that blunt. Now, as you take that first hit, mm-hmm. you're getting that sweet taste of the burnt mint leaves, and that chemical yeah. PCP is just like I'm trying to think Chef's of what kiss. I can liken it to, but it's just so delicious. So then mm-hmm. you take one hit, and you're like, "All right, we're getting somewhere." You take two, and you're like, "Man." You know what? I ain't really that high yet. Let me just keep going. And then by the time you're halfway through the blunt, yeah. the thing's burnt through your fingers. You don't even know what's going on around you. don't feel anything. It's just so, so awesome. Yeah, but what you do feel is I've had, and there's bad trips too, but I've had so many positive mental experiences where I've gone places in my mind that I would have never gone otherwise. I opened up parts of my brain that I would have never Is it a hallucinogenic otherwise. drug or is it just more of like it, a... Like a like a body high like you, there's a lot of physiological effects that are that you like or do you actually go transcend time and space like like DMT or something? You can transcend time and space, but the thing is, with every different situation, for some reason, like there's a guy that was local, yeah, that he sold angel dust, but he, it was so whack, it was so mm-hmm. light, it wasn't potent. And yeah. then in Connecticut, they got the real angel dust, the OGs Ooh, that are in there. That's nice. They're in the, the trap house. They're all like over 50 years old, and they're slinging bundles for 50 bucks of giant bags of angel dust. Bring them back to Mass, chop them up, get some for free, flip it. You know the deal. Yeah. So I, 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 I reverse it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, I, I got arrested. I got, I got I caught it. with angel dust, so I got arrested. I, I went to jail. Oh. Well, I never told you why I was using it. See, the girl introduced it to me, but I was using it because it was the only thing that could alleviate the pain in my ankle. I could not walk otherwise. But if I smoked a little bit of angel dust, I could get up and I could walk. That's interesting. Most people talk about, you know, narcotics, Percocets, Oxys. You don't really hear someone going from, like, prescription to PCP. So you have a unique story, Joe. Well, the craziest thing is, see, I was born in 79. I'm trying to do the math of 2015, but I'm thinking of other things right now. Mm-hmm. So I was that old before I even heard of PCP. I never even heard you were of it 36. my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was 35, but I'm glad there's somebody smarter. So I just couldn't figure out. And then I tried it. And then when you try it, yeah. it trumps all other drugs. Really? Nothing else works. I could, I, hmm. I could take Percocets. They didn't work. Smoke weed, nothing. Everybody that smokes, everybody that I smoke that seems... dust with, they're all like, oh, weed? <laughs> really? Like, you smoke weed? You're dumb. Okay. Like, that's just, that's just hey. the mindset. Both and the girls that I was, I had one girl that was addicted to coke. <laughs> yeah. I had one girl that was addicted to heroin. Okay. And they both wanted to throw them out the window when they were dusted. I'm done. Go ahead. I feel like you're bragging. Like, but um, maybe not. Uh, but you enjoyed your experience doing angel dust. Because here's the thing about drugs is you, you never recommend them, but there were reasons why you did them. And you sometimes, at least maybe for me and I'm sure other people in this room possibly, Macho Man, where you just oh, like, yeah. you know, you look on those time, uh, the past and maybe the future, even the present. And you look at the, those moments that you made on drugs very fondly. You're like, man, wouldn't recommend doing it to anybody because you can't just say, hey, you should do cocaine or uh, Molly or ecstasy. You wouldn't you, you can't tell people that because we all know it's not great for your for your health, for your serotonin levels, for just Basically, the whole bill of health, it's not good for you, but super fun. So, like, from a scale of 1 to 10, like, how much, how, what would you rate PCP? Like, how much would you recommend the experience where it's like, hey, maybe it's not good for you, but 
it opened my eyes. It gave me superhuman strength. It was just a good time. Sounds like you it liked tastes it. Tastes delicious. Tastes delicious. It's so amazing. I, okay. I, I would. I, I've suggest uh, against my better judgment. I've suggested it to people like my PCA. She had never tried it. Yeah. But then I found out that her best friend. It took over the business because the guy that was selling dust around here, he just died a couple of months ago in a car accident. Yeah. So she took his phone and she took over his business. So now she's slinging the dust. Average Joe, $100 snipe. Bye. Thank you. Um, I did want to kind of go over this before we head out here today because I thought it was interesting and it kind of opened up a somewhat of an interesting debate online. And, and maybe Rhett can kind of speak to this because he's – you know, he's dating, he's out there, he's trying to meet people, trying to open to people. It's not easy. It's not easy to date in 2023. doesn't matter who you are, it seems like. You know, you think maybe for the only people it's really easy for are super hot young chicks, right? Because they could just, they have their pick of the litter and, and that and they don't really have to do much work. But the rest of us, the rest of us who maybe aren't as hot or maybe aren't as young or rich or are just male or whatever the case may be, uh, struggle. It's it's hard out there. It's hard in these streets. And there was a situation that happened in a Starbucks, some oh in Texas, where I guess a woman was getting chatted up by some stranger, and he's talking to her. He's talking to her, and the baristas see what's going on, and they can't really tell if this woman is liking this stranger coming up and and chatting her up. And so one of them decides to deliver a drink with a little note on the cup that reads. Are you okay? Do you want us to intervene? If you do, take the lid off the cup. So they're watching for the secret messaging, trying to be all sneaky Jones, and they're getting a lot of credit online for helping this woman out and just kind of keeping their head on a swivel, which, you know, fair enough. But then other people are like, what the fuck are guys supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you, you, you try your best. You open to a woman you find attractive in public and you're talking to her because you're just trying to, you know, try, shoot your shot. And now you're getting blasted as a fucking creepy weirdo. So it seems like it's just a no, a no win situation for uh, men trying to meet women in real life. So are you want Rhett's opinion on if he's ever been considered a creepy weirdo well, while you're sitting on a chick? No, no, no. It's more so just like, does this sort of shit prevent you from trying to open to people in real life because you don't want to be labeled as a creepy Weirdo. Now, here's the thing. If if I was a man and I opened to a woman, I could probably tell in the first couple, maybe minute or two that if she was interested or if she was like afraid or trying to get away from me, like I could probably read the body language pretty well. But if but if you if you don't, if you can't and maybe you just keep talking to her and she's uncomfortable, but she doesn't want to be rude. You know, maybe it's nice when you have some neighborly strangers ready to intervene and help you out but then also like if you're just trying to shoot your shot and you're just you know talking to a chick for maybe 90 seconds or so i don't think you should be blasted online for trying to to try to make that attempt so i mean red does when you hear this sort of stuff does that make you want to do this less or i mean i do think there is more of a stigma than there should be about people who approach other people in public mm-hmm. like you know like I, I think what stops a majority of the guys from doing that nowadays is stuff like this or it's the you know the example of a guy who is worried about sending an emotional text message because he's scared she's going to take a screenshot and she's going to send it to the group chat and show all her friends or right you know i guess it's this underlying anxiety of being uh i don't know about dog piled on but just being made out to be something that you're not when you're trying to be genuine you know, like this is what happens to you when you try and open up. So I'm just not going to open up ever again. Right. Like, I, that, that's kind of the, I think the consistent thought process of with, with most guys my age. Yeah. And probably just guys in, in general, you're just trying yeah. to, you're, yeah. just, you're just trying and, and listen, like it is weird from the p- female perspective. Not that I have like guys hitting on me all the time. I do not now. And it's, it's becoming less and less as I get older and it could be because I'm, trying less because I'm in a relationship and I or I could also just be that I'm uglier than I was before. Both are plausible. Brian but, from Philly, $10 super chat. Thank you, Brian. Very much. It's super easy nowadays. You just have to talk to them. I, I know. But then it's like it, it, when I was a bit younger and I'd have people approach me, um, there were times where, you know, you'd 
you're trying to be nice about it. You don't want to be a dick, but then you being nice a lot of times because I feel, and I could be wrong about makes this, makes them feel like they can stick around. Yeah, I feel they don't like, really pick up on cues. Yeah, there's a lot of guys with pretty low EQs, like emotional quotients, so they can't really pick up on body language, and they think that someone being nice to you is them like interested. Where as a, a, a woman, many women are very uh, agreeable. Uh, we, women tend to, I know you don't think that, but mostly women are, score higher on agreeableness than men do typically. They don't really like confrontation. They don't really want to make a scene. They don't want to make anybody feel bad. Again, this isn't all women, certainly, but a lot of them are just like, I don't want to be mean. I'm a nice person. But you kind of almost have to be a bitch sometimes for them to get the memo that, hey, get the fuck away from me. So... I don't know. I feel like with this, I can't really make a determination unless I actually saw the interaction. And, you know, and I think maybe you should tell women, listen, I am not interested. You know, let them know that they can be nice and also tell someone to go away. You don't have to just be a bitch. You don't have to say, I hate all men and they're creepy and weird. Um, ooh, Biggie, seven, three, seven, five, twenty dollars on the stupid chat. Thank you guys uh, very, very, very much for all your support. We certainly need it. So I don't know. I, I feel I kind of feel bad for guys sometimes. And, it, and it's weird because we tell women that we're you're strong and you're independent. You don't need anybody. But it's like but you also don't have the balls or the moxie to tell a guy, hey, I'm not interested. Could you please leave me alone? You know, it's like somehow you're incapable of doing that and you need the help of uh, the community because you are just, you know, hey, I'm just I'm just a, I'm just a little girl and I need help. But it, so it's kind of like this weird dual, you know, messaging that we're telling our girls that they're strong, independent. They don't need anybody. But also, you know, they 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 do need the help of the community because they might be stuck in a situation where a stranger's talking to them and they don't like it. Well, and that's the thing, too, is that I've always heard from a lot of different women, you know, they, they're worried that if they're just straight up and tell him, no, they're worried about what his reaction is going to be. If he's drunk, is he going to get emotional and angry? Is he going to start hitting me? Is he going to attack me? Which is just seems like a very, not rare situation because obviously these things happen, but I mean, every single dude who comes up and talks to you, I don't think their first response when getting rejected is going to be to get physical or get violent or whatever. But I mean, that is, a common theme hmm. that a lot of women view a lot of men, most men as just naturally violent and, uh, you know, a threat. Right. Well, here's what I would say to that. Number one, there are men who will kill you when you say no, like the Natalie Holloway deal, for example. But maybe try to be keep your head in a swivel. Maybe don't be on a, like a remote beach with a guy that you just <laughs> met. And then, he, you know, you tell him no. And then he. Uh, apparently, he hit her in the head with a cinder block, put her body in the water, and then went back to his hotel and watched porn. Yeah, right. In that order. <laughs> apparently. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's the story that they were telling. Now, that that can happen, certainly. But when you're in a Starbucks, you know, and there's people around that are watching your interaction clearly, you know, the baristas are ready to step in, the barista army over here. Oh, yeah. Um, Listen, let me tell you something about men, okay? And I know you're like... Like, get out of guy. Shut the fuck up. Guys that open to women are very, very used to getting rejected. Guys that cold open to women all the time aren't really affected by rejection because they do that shit all the fucking time. You know, like at a club, if you're getting approached by like guys who are la- like they're doing that to everybody. They're going to be talking to another girl in three minutes. They don't give a fuck because they're just like, fuck it. I'm going to just shoot my shot with everybody. We'll see what sticks. So you telling a guy like that no is you're probably going to be just fine. He probably gets rejected all the time. Brian Philly, five problem. super chat. Thank you so much. You're cool this when it comes to dating in 2023. Me? I don't know. That's what he just said. Oh well, call in Brian. Let me know what's going on. Um, maybe you're you know you're a little bit older. You have a little you're a little bit more savvy. Are you cold opening to women? Because I feel like that's something you you don't really see too often anymore. It seems like everybody everybody like ninety percent of everyone is, is meeting their significant other online whether it's like you know farmers.org or tinder farmers.org i don't know i've seen shit for where like gluten-free singles like i'm not even fucking kidding you farmer's daughter yeah yeah whatever you know it's just like you find i've seen ones where it's like people with herpes it's like that's pretty cool you know like we both have herpes we can't double jeopardy we can't give it to each other again so i mean that's that's pretty cool 
But um, I don't really see anybody meeting anyone cold anymore. Maybe I'm sure at clubs, you know, you you can chat someone up over a drink or something like that. You can finesse it when there's uh, when you got some liquid courage in you. But just at a Starbucks, like that's kind of that's balls. Well, I mean, Red picked up a chick cold call. I think he she picked up him. Not right. Like she sat next to you. I think. I think that's how that started. I thought Red uh, asked. Said she wanted to buy him a drink, but she sat. She was sitting there for a minute. She, yeah. Yes. Yeah, she had been there for a little while. So, Sorry, I'm multi No, you're good. You're good. I mean, I think if I remember correctly that, that like, she closed the distance on Rhett, which made it very easy for him to be like, can I buy you a drink? She was definitely easy to talk to. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. It, that, that's, that's the biggest thing is that, mm. you know, you can tell within the first few seconds of talking to someone what kind of... Uh, I, I guess person they are to have a conversation with. Sorry, I, no, no. Do your thing. Do I know you I'm think. not making sense. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> uh, we got to call. Maybe it's Brian. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Brian. You hey, Brian. From Philly, what's going on? Dude, I walk up to women and talk to them all the time. Cold works. On the leave. Can you take me off Bluetooth or something? Yeah, he's calling yeah, from underground. That's okay. All right, you're calling from the bomb shelter in Gaza. Go ahead. I I understand, but you're also not like a, a, a young man who's afraid of rejection. I feel like you are at the point where you don't give a fuck. You know, I've talked to you about exactly. things before, and you're just exactly. kind of like, let it eat. Fuck, you don't want it? No problem. Yeah. No hard feelings. Damn. But you probably well, weren't always crazy. like that, though, were you? Yeah, well, very <laughs> Well, I mean, like before that, that say, old. when you were a young man. Yeah, I was. I was. You were okay. It's just that's how you operate. Uh, Brian from Philly. Yeah. Hey, yo. It's uh, a lot of guys are afraid to walk up to girls and talk to them now. They just don't know how to do it. Well, don't you think it's because everybody does everything online and no one communicates in person, and everyone is like eighty percent autistic from the get? Well, that's why it works out better for me because you talk to them. <laughs> we don't even you know, you know, get into it. Like, I right. Just now, I'm I'm getting like 80% of what you're saying. What is your, like your, do you have a go-to opener? Like say you see a pretty, you see a woman that you're attracted to at a coffee shop or whatever. Do you have a, an opener? Do you just say, hi, my name's Brian? Like, what do you do? I say, hi, my name's Brian. I think, uh, what? Hey, I'm Brian. Yo. Can you repeat that? I want to hear what you're saying. Your connection is horrible. I know you can barely hear him. You gotta be funny. You gotta be funny. No, no, no. Don't tell me you gotta be funny. What do you say? Like, give me the script. I introduce myself, Brian. Yeah. I say my full name and I say where you're from. Okay. I'm, I'm taking notes. That's all right. Um, yeah, so you just, you just kind of just. The best opener is just an opener. Just saying hello, my name is whatever. Okay. I can't talk to you because I'm in the middle of something. Oh, okay. I'm sorry I summoned you. All right, Brian. It's really hard to hear you, buddy. Thank you for everything. Appreciate you. Maybe I'll, we'll, hopefully we'll see you at uh, 199. Okay. Yeah, yo. I couldn't hear shit. Oh man. Um, If you, if anyone else would like to call in and share their openers that work sixty percent of the time, every time eight one three ninety Bubba. Now, Lummy, I know you're a you're a faithfully married man, but if you can try to remember the Lummy of yesteryear when you were yourself were a young single lad. Would you, how would you meet women? Were you just mostly just like drunk at a party or no, at the, the casino? Nah, most of the, if I met people, yeah. uh, just going out with friends, uh, okay. going to a bar or a restaurant or whatever, and uh, just randomly going up and talking to some if I didn't know them already. Really? Yeah. You would open to people? Because I imagine that because you're so like fun and big that people would like come up to you. Like I could see women approaching you. Oh, thank saying you. Saying stuff. Um, yeah, that, that's happened too. But no, if I had to go up to someone, I'd, uh, you know, I'd pick, you know, maybe I'd go stand by them and just like, hey, what's up? Or it just, it just all depends on the situation. I see. I see. Okay. Interesting. Um, uh, I'm trying to think about things that have been used on me. Uh, I used to read a lot of the, like the game, but by Neil Strauss and the mystery method and stuff. 
And some of the tips that they give, I'd be like, that is fucking weird as shit. And I don't think anyone could really pull that off. But some of them I think were pretty useful. Like one that I heard that I think would probably work is um, asking for like a very small favor. You know, like say you're at a bar and you're trying to deliver drinks to the rest of your friends that are at a table behind you. You could be like, hey, could you... Could you say, yeah, hold the space or could you watch these drinks while I deliver, you know, these two beers to my friend and then you come back and you get the rest of the drinks and then you're like, hey, like, thanks again. Like, what's your name? And then it kind of just delete. Now you're already having a conversation. Oh, you could buy her drinks. Hey, I owe you a drink for holding my space. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. But if you ask someone for a small favor, one that they can pretty much do without any effort. That kind of like leaves the door open for conversation, but isn't like a, hey, baby, what's going on? I'm Brian from Philly sort of a thing. Yeah, I'll take you, you know? out back on the top of the dumpster and rail yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, right, oh, yeah. exactly. <laughs> that, that, that can be nice too. But I really, I certainly do feel for guys because it's, it's hard to approach. Because I've thought about that before. Like I'd be at a club, right? Maybe sober, just out and about. And I'd see like a guy that I found attractive back in the day, not anytime recently. And I'm like, what the fuck would I even say? Like, I'm thinking if and I would never approach them. But I'm like, if I did, what the fuck would I even say? I don't know. So I can only imagine that the same sort of thing goes on in guys' heads where they're just like, man, that girl is pretty. But like, what the fuck? And if you do it in public and you're having a conversation where other people can hear you, then if a rejection happens, it's going to be very public. And even if the conversation goes well, it's still going to be awkward, you know? It's still going to be like, can I take you out sometime? Ooh. And even if she's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. And then you're like, oh, cool. Uh, <clears throat> do you have an Instagram? Where's it? What's your number? Like, it's still going to be fucking jerky and, like, awkward. Yeah. So... I don't want to say it's like a lose-lose, but I don't know. I, I give people a lot of credit for going up there and, and trying it. I think I've I've done that before. Like, I think I've had people come up to me and I go, listen, I can't because whatever, I'm in a relationship or whatnot. But, like, keep trying. Like, that. kudos for you for getting out there and, and being brave because it's not easy. And I don't know if they really wanted that pep talk. <laughs> it was just like, all right, bitch. She said no. Enough yeah, is enough. Thanks a lot. Thanks. But thanks uh, but appreciate you. Yeah. Um, 81390Bubba. So I think that is pretty much it for today. That was what? Like a good 45 minutes or so? Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, let me thank you so much. Of course. Sticking around. Uh, Redicus, thank you for multitasking and sharing your personal stories with us. Macho Man, thank you for everything you do, making everything much more streamlined around here. Appreciate ya. We'll see you guys tomorrow for a Friday show. We're going to have, I think, Dr. Dan in and Kevin Hazlett, which is super exciting. He's having a Halloween party on Saturday. Oh, he was in a fucking tanning bed. Whatever, Brian. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.